It's Jeffrey's Comics! Jeffrey's Comics is Krypton's number one source for silver gold vintage comics, new comics, and trade paperbacks. We love mail orders. Mention Fantastic Forum and all trade paperbacks are buy three and get the fourth one free. Call us at 310-538-3198 or check out our silver gold vintage collection at comicsonebay.com. about comic books we are the fantastic forum coming to you live and direct from all game studio los angeles hope you're having a wonderful morning afternoon evening or night as the case may be depending on where you are in the world and if you're not you should stick with us we'll be taking up a notch you have the usual suspects in the building on skype we have our intrepid senior reporter. He's next in line for the cow. He is our resident Dark Knight detective. He is Oz. Showtime. Also on Skype, he's the backbone, the pillar, the straight, the fantastic forum, our nigh and vulnerable brawler and resident strongman, Moses. Magnum. Showtime. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and as for myself, my name's Lawrence Young. Sometimes they call me Mayor. Sometimes they call me Mister. Uh, sometimes, apparently, I blow out the, the speakers with loud, distorted music. Sorry. This is Fantastic Forum. Sometimes we're mad buggy. Anyway, we got a great show for you today. Um. We're going to bring you a review of X-Men Prime. We're going to talk to you about uh, the link between diversity and Marvel's sales slump. And we're also going to talk about all the latest and greatest in comic book news. Oh, and our, our friggin' WonderCon romp. Yes, WonderCon. So we'll talk about all of that. Um, but before we do, uh, we want to make sure that we thank Mr. Scott Rubin, All Games Radio, the All Games Radio Network, and of course, 
you all, the all games community for longest this time, equipment, opportunity, ability to talk about this medium that we love oh so much, which are comic books. And we also like to thank our sponsor, Jeffrey's Comics. Jeffrey's is LA's and South Bay's best comic book store. You get all your comic book needs met there. Just give them a call at 310-538-3198. Indeed. Indeed. They're open. You can do it now if you want. Um, but yeah. So, I did promise you that we would tell you how to get down with Fantastic Forum. We got a few different ways to do it. First and foremost, the Skype line. Uh, it's the free internet soft phone. Only takes minutes to download. Put Fantastic Forum in your contacts. Hit the green button, and right now you would be the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. You should give that a try. Yeah, it works. We promise. Uh, also, we will go ahead and uh, you can hit us up in the All Games chat room. Chat.allgames.com. Allgames.com slash chat. Uh, go hit the live slash chat button. Jump into the room. We'll take your comments directly out of chat and bring them into the show. Um, such as Tiger Claw, which, uh, you know, I would say some of the things you said, but Tiger Claw, you're on the line, aren't you? Tiger Claw? We can't hear you, Tiger Claw. Are you on mute? I am on the line. Can All you hear right. me? There he is. Tiger Claw, what do you what do you have to say today? What do you want to talk about? Well, uh, I was wondering if you guys seen Ghost in the Shell. Ah, that's a good question. This, this is one of those things I wish Joe was around. Because I would like to hear his thoughts on it. Yeah. Because he's the, the he's your main anime guy. Indeed. Shout out to Jay. It's like, I, like yeah. I would like to I would like to know Jay's thoughts too. Uh, I would like to just know Jay's alive. Jay, Jay is alive. I did I did. Uh, R.I.P. Joe. <laughs> no, he's he's alive, but uh, yeah, he definitely hasn't been able to do FF lately. So, um, but. Anyway, I, I know I haven't seen Ghost in the Shell yet. Did, have you seen it, Moses? Nah. I, I never watched the anime. I kept falling asleep through it. And uh, it's not anything... It, there's nothing in it that I didn't see in Blade Runner already. So... Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like. I don't, I don't want to see it. Excuse me. Got you. Got you. Oscor, you saw uh, Ghost in the Shell, right? I saw it with somebody that loves uh, the original anime, had the soundtrack, watched it a hundred times, all that. And what, what what did they think and what did you think? I liked it. I've seen the original, but that was a long time ago. I'd maybe seen it twice. Yeah. Um, she loved it, thought it was the most true to the original that she's seen you know she thought they were going to change up a whole bunch of stuff and you know she was saying wow even even the soundtrack is is pretty much the same wow um yeah i mean as for me i as as for me i saw the original uh, because I have a copy of it on VHS somewhere so i think i only seen the movie once but I, I I enjoyed it, and the movie was pretty good too, visually, and all that stuff. 
it was kind of like a live action anime in a way because of all the you know the way the the way the movie looks was kind of like the the anime itself but well yeah it's live so action it's like, anime it's kind of like what they're going for yeah uh well doesn't and, that just make know, it a movie and, and, I would call it live action anime because that's what it looked like. All the aesthetics and stuff. Okay. So uh, another thing about this, yeah, another thing about this movie is uh, all this uh, all this controversy involving the whitewashing. Uh, I think it's been blown way out of proportion because <laughs> I, I don't know if I can get into spoilers. I don't know if I can get into spoilers, but they. They kind of explained why the major looks like that. Well, it's not really a spoiler because the the creator actually weighed in and said that it's the story about about her soul's been put into a shell. You know, so it doesn't matter it, what the shell looks just, like. It just so happens the shell looks like uh, uh, uh Scarlett Johansson. I'm not really buying all that because if it didn't matter what the show would look like, then you could put an Asian person in the show. Well, it matters in America. The Japanese don't give a fuck. Oh, okay. That's that's one of those things that I mean, people I, I don't, get offended don't for other people. Well, yeah, that's the problem, except when you're a fucking Mexican. What does that mean, Mo? That means that nobody complained about whitewashing when Bane had a British accent. I don't think people knew that Bane is Latino. Like, I think it was just us. Like, you know, I mean, people, that's one of those situations more so where people, he's, you know. He's always, yeah, he's always been depicted as Latino in the comics, but nobody knows how he sounds like. Well, he was, he had a Latin accent in some of the cartoons. But, you know, I mean, that's people, like, they probably don't even think about that stuff. It's, it doesn't make it right, because Lord knows it would have been nice for Bane to be, you know, have his Latin roots. They should have gotten the, the Dos Equis guy. <laughs> to, to, vo- to do the voice? J- or to Just for the voice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> just for the voice. Got it. Uh, 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 which which one, the the old guy or the new one? The old guy. The the real one. Yeah. Not, not well, the, that was the pretender. My... I, yeah, I this, like the new guy. This guy's a a, a usurper. The, the he's guy. a he's a hipster. Like he's probably like Middle Eastern too. Like he's not probably not. What? Well, what technically, the those Ekis guys are whitewasher too. The new. The yeah, he's he's Italian, isn't he, or something like that? No, the original I think is like yeah, I think he's Italian or Jewish or something. Wait, what? Yeah, he's not real Mexican. <laughs> Wait a minute, damn! <laughs> this the rabbit hole goes deep. Yeah, well, you gotta pay attention to to this kind of stuff. Yeah, well, look, you know, I don't, I put my money where my mouth is. So if I'm gonna complain, I do my research. Crazy, but the new guy, like, why now? Why is the why are we saying the new guy is a secret Muslim? I didn't say I, I well, I just uh, they, they don't they wouldn't give that part to a Mexican just like they didn't originally. Maybe that's why they the, ori- the original guy's name is Jonathan Gox Smith. Oh, 
sorry. He was like in an episode of MASH or something. Back in the day. Good for him. When I, when I saw that, when I saw the new guy, I, I, my 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 reaction was that he looked like uh, Michael Phelps with a beard and mustache to me. So you look at the new most interesting man in the world, and you'd see Michael Phelps. I don't know. It's for some reason it's just the uh, the look on his face just reminds me of Michael Phelps, but with a beard and mustache all over him. I don't know why. Yeah. So yeah, I don't. I I don't know. Going back to Ghost in the Shell, it's like I, I at some point I might see it. I know that it didn't. It didn't do well. Like it didn't debut how they would have hoped. And uh, you know, I feel bad because you know all of Scarlet's like solo joints underperformed. And well, yeah, I wonder what. I wonder why didn't it do that much? I mean, because because Scarlett Johansson, she, I mean, she, she's a you know she's supposed to attract a lot of of you know people to to the movies. Oh, the new guy's people. French. I knew I hated him. Yeah, I was just gonna put that <laughs> that in the chat. F that his, guy. His I name is Austin Lindgren. <laughs> At least the Jewish guy has something. At least the Jewish guy is but like. I'm, has some, you know, history of oppression or something, you know? Yeah, no wonder they don't let the new guy talk. <laughs> He's like, wait, wait. Scarlet's refusing to be a box office draw. Shut up, Tiger Cloud. We're being funny. It was funny the first time. Anyways. I don't always betray the allies. Johansson was supposed to be box office draw. Like, she's supposed to, you know, she's supposed to make a lot of money at the box office just for her starring in a movie. But for some reason, I don't know why it didn't attract that many people. Look, so sad he, he sold one ticket last movie he made. Could, could it could it be because of the so-called whitewashing controversy or or were the reviews from Rotten Tomatoes were impacted by it? I think the only people that went to see it or wanted to see it were people that were fans of the anime, which there aren't that many. I mean, it is and then, kind of an itch. Yeah, and then it, it's like the, you know, I'm probably going to get boycotted or something, but the anime wasn't that great. It was it was cool. Um, I, I still haven't finished it since it came out because I keep falling asleep. But yeah, there are parts. Uh, there are parts of the anime that gets kind no, of. Boring. Look, look. You, I let you talk. No, let me finish. So it, it's not. It wasn't a property that was destined to make a bunch of money. Yeah, I guess. I, I mean, yeah. It's one of those things where maybe it's just it's just too long. Like almost like how they did with World of Warcraft, where it's like you know. Yeah, the what? iron wasn't hot. No, no, no it wasn't. It wasn't that long. The movie. It wasn't even. It wasn't. No, even... so it was the adaptation. Yeah, like the, the 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 basically the relevance of the property in relation to when the movie itself came out, and I understand it, that it doesn't. Happen. It's one of those like the Power Rangers fans. Like, yeah, it's a long time coming. They had some, you know, they had some when it came out, 
when it was hot, they made, they made some movies, right? And then now they made another movie, you know, banking on that the fans, you know, are grown-ups and had kids. Right. And None of the fans of Ghost in the Shell grew up to have kids. <laughs> what happened? They all killed themselves or something? Yeah, it makes me No, wonder. they just never got makes women. Me... It makes me wonder what they're going to do about Akira because that's going to be a property that's going to be very difficult to adapt. Now that's a good, the good anime. But yeah, that they shouldn't, they shouldn't adapt that. It's fine the way it is. I mean, if they, if they if adapt, anything, it has to be in. They should make a newer animated adapt. version. A newer animated Akira. Yeah, just with with more, you know, if they could do what they did back then, but now with the technology we have now for animation, whoo, man. I think I think redoing yeah. it animated it's gonna cause a lot more backlash than just doing live action. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's gonna cause backlash no matter what. She so might as well go cheap. And yeah, and have it look backlash, cool. The, the backlash depends on who they cast. That's the problem. No, they, I'm talking they, just that, that, backlash uh, over uh, redoing it animated because the the original ones. Oh still yeah, good, there, yeah, there, there, there's. Yeah, there will be those purists that like the anime for what it is, and they hate the idea of it being remade and stuff like that. I actually was watching that the other day, and it still holds up. It is a good movie. No, but, like, the animation still holds up. Like, I believe it. You can see some parts where it's like, okay, this is this is old school, but then there's some, like, motion shots with, like, forced perspective and 3D almost. You're like wow, like it's too, it's way kinetic. Like, like it's gonna give me a seizure. Akira <laughs> yeah. was the first movie I saw that got me into anime when anime was becoming the thing, and I think that was like the only movie that I saw that that I liked. But when I tried to get to some other animes, it didn't have the same impact as Akira. It's just Akira is very unique. It's hard to replicate that. I mean, the Matrix did it. That's kind of true. I will say that's debatable. But I will say that I feel like, based on what happened with this, I don't feel like we're necessarily any closer to a, a Black Widow movie. Yeah, unfortunately, because that would actually get people to see it. Because yeah. it, it's not a Scarlett Johansson thing. Uh, the reason Akira didn't work, I mean, right. Ghost in the Shell didn't work. It's a. Uh, it, it's 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 the same reason Sin City Two didn't work. Which was what? It's, it's way too long. People lost interest. No. There's other things. There's other things to see. Yeah. Yeah. Sin uh, City 1 was yeah, revolutionary so, uh, cinema. Sin City 2 was the same old shit. <laughs> yeah, it's like, they, it, it's like they try to replicate what the success of the first one. It's, you, can't, you can't do it a second time around because once you do it the first time and, and, and it's really special and then you try to do it again, you kind of taint it. 
Uh, Derek H is in chat. He says, "Has Tiger Claw seen Akira?" Hey, <laughs> seen a long time ago when when it was on VHS. Got it. That's when that's when Blockbuster Video started renting out anime movies, and that was like the first anime that I saw. Got it. So yeah, there you go. There you have it. So, um, despite what, yeah, despite what people say, go see a uh, go see Ghost in the Show. It's pretty good. In it, even if you've never seen the anime, I think you'll enjoy it. The visuals and the story was easy to follow. Yeah, I don't think the story is is definitely the issue. But you know. We'll see. Might be just the pacing is the problem. <laughs> the, the, that joint didn't even beat Boss Baby, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that had babies yeah. and puppies, so. At the, time, when, at the time, Boss Baby was number one at the box office with Beauty and the Beast at number two. But today, according to the results here, Beauty and the Beast is back at number one with the Boss Babies at number two. Akira is still number three. Ghost in the Shell. I mean, Ghost in the Show is still number three, I mean, yeah. Yeah. I saw Beauty and the Beast over the weekend. Or, well, not over the weekend. You like it? I saw Beauty and the Beast. That trip was great. Uh, <laughs> it's better than the uh, animated one? No. But it was great. Not as... But you can't... But, not, uh, but it can't be compared to the animated version, then. Did did it turn you gay? It did. It, it definitely made me gay. I I was worried about that. I had to have a hand job in the theater just to keep me straight. <laughs> now that we have now that we have Beauty and the Beast live action coming out, I'm more curious about what they're going to do with the Lion King. Have you guys heard that they want to cast Beyonce as Nala? Yeah, I did hear that. I don't think she should be Nala. I mean, I don't. Why, why not? She the the movie might be a musical as well, and she could probably do a lot of the singing or something. Beyonce's not a great actress, and she's all fat now. Well, she's not fat. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I heard you could fit like two people in her now. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what's happening. Right? Yeah. <laughs> is, 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 is she still with Jay Z? As far as we know, she has to. It's part of her, her being an Illuminati. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, um, yeah, like she's not she's not a great actress. Uh, I mean, the last movie that I saw her in was uh, Austin, the the third Austin Powers movie. That's it. Like I watched when I was watching Beauty and the Beast, there the guy that I don't I don't know who it is, but there's a, a somebody's playing Cogsworth, which is the clock, and you know the the person playing Cogsworth wasn't terrible, but they just didn't quite fit right, and it was easily the worst thing about the whole movie. Like it stuck out. Uh. 
And that's what would happen. I know you. If Beyonce became. I know Allah. you. You and McGregor. What? You and McGregor was one of the characters, but I don't know which one. Um. And he was doing a. I think he was doing a French accent or something. Yeah. Yeah. He was. Uh. Dang, I don't remember. I I remember seeing the his name though, and I was like, that was you and McGregor. I had no idea. Like I, I had no clue. But yeah, it's it's a good movie, man. Except for Cogsworth. Yeah, I, I heard. Uh, yeah, I heard interviews uh, from Ewan McGregor saying that he never done a French accent before, but he had a voice coach help him. <coughs> yeah, he did good. Um, he was Lumineer. Lumiere. Uh, okay. Uh, did 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 you see? Did any of you guys got to see the Power Rangers movie yet? Uh, Ian McKellen was Cogsworth, by the way. Ian McKellen wasn't good. He wasn't right. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, he's a British guy that was forced to play a French guy. Of course, he wasn't happy. And a straight guy. <laughs> but, well, he looked miserable when his wife showed up. So. Huh. How was how was Josh Gad in the movie? Because I heard a lot about him. He was gay. He was His character of being gay. Yeah. Did did he act at all gay? Oh, Josh in the movie? Gad played that character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but Le- LeFou in the in the That's animated awesome. was now was I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, no, like, he, was, he was great. It's like it's it's like Manolo coming out. Nobody was surprised. <laughs> right. No, it, it, yeah. it was very metal. Yeah, <laughs> it was very much a non-controversy. What do you think of uh, Luke Evans as um, Gaston? What's his name? Uh, yeah, Gaston. Yeah, what was he like? He was great. I mean, he could have been bigger. We don't have to discuss the Beauty and the Beast, do we? No, we don't. Have like, to. That's not what we do on this show. I thought we were being interviewed. Yeah, no, <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> Well, Larry is the one who's seen Beauty and the Beast. We're interviewing him about it because well, I saw yeah, it. Yeah, but too, we're not. But... We're not. Yeah, but but we we don't talk about Beauty and the Beast on this show. Maybe we should, Moses. Maybe we should. If not, you you talk I, to, I, I, talk about Beauty and the Beast if it were a comic. Exactly. That's the point. It's like next topic. Was it was the best comic, Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> um. So, did you guys hear about the the Marvel exec, the friggin' the VP of Sales and Marketing at uh, Marvel, David Gabriel? Him what did he say? Talking about. I'm 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 uh basically like boiling this down here it's not the direct quote but basically blaming diversity for marvel's sales slump (laughs) so uh, marvel comics having a diverse cast is not doing very well i wonder why here's the here's the quote what we heard and this that's referring to he's saying or referring to retailers he said what we heard was that people didn't want any more diversity that they didn't want female characters out there, that what we heard 
whether we believe it or not, uh, I don't, oh, that's what we heard. Whether we believe it or not, I don't know that that's really true, but that's what we saw in sales. And Absolutely. So basically, he thinks that people don't want to read about America Chavez and all that. To a degree. And what he, he, here's a, some more of a yeah. here. We saw the sales of any character that was diverse, any character that was new, our female characters, anything that was not a core Marvel character, people were turning their nose up at, up against uh, their nose up against. That was difficult for us because we had a lot of fresh, new, exciting ideas that we were trying to get out, and nothing new really worked. And so, needless to say, this caused a, a controversy in the comic space. Uh, well, did, did you guys read some of those books? I mean, were they really fresh, new, and good? Uh, I would say a lot of them were. And, I mean, even at this point, like, the Mighty Thor, which is the Jane Foster-led Thor book, is Marvel's number two book right now. Like, period. I think it's right behind Amazing Spider-Man. What about the what about the the Iron Man one with that chick? What's her name? Invincible Iron Man with yeah, Riri Chavez. That's uh, Riri Chavez. Sorry, Riri Williams. Um, that yeah. is definitely. But Larry. What? Larry. Yeah. We heard the the people that buy comics talk, talk about those books when we did the show from Jeffries. Like they're a good, you know, uh, a good sample of what that short that store is like, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. And a lot of people, a lot of the people we talked to, the Condor, the other dudes, like they didn't like, you know, they didn't like. Black Captain America. Yeah, they, they, they all felt like... Or female Thor. Or, they felt like it was all you know, forced. Which, which was actually a sentiment that... that uh, Oz was mentioning and has mentioned on the show as well uh, before. Um, yeah, I mean, it's interesting because... I mean, one, even if... Let's say you're the VP of marketing and sales at Marvel. Even if you do like realize or do see some kind of trend towards uh you know the the books that are more diverse not selling as well or potentially causing books to sell not quite as well as they did uh I don't know if I would go and say that. Like I would just keep that to myself. <laughs> And you could say, you know, you could change maybe, change yeah. directions without yeah, maybe, yeah. saying, oh. It's yeah, you just start start taking them off the shelves and then say, hey, why is this off the shelves while well, I wasn't selling? It's right. It's the diversity that did it. But then, but then there are people that went and looked at, you know, decided to kind of analyze the numbers and then have said that, you know, diversity isn't the problem because some. some like, maybe, maybe it's just the writing. Maybe right. the writing wasn't that good. <laughs> Which is basically what somebody was saying. It was like, no, it's not diversity. It's the, the stories they're telling. And, the, like, it's kind of messed up because uh, somebody did an analysis and they were like, there was a big dip uh, in the sales of books 
post-Secret Wars versus pre-Secret Wars. And, like, I literally saw a tweet from Jonathan Hickman saying, I'm pretty sure they're saying this is my fault. Like, <laughs> like, like just basically just kind of putting it out <laughs> there. Like, I think, I think they're saying that I did this. <laughs> you know? And I think, you know, I think he took it kind of, like, tongue-in-cheek, but he kind of realized that they're saying that event basically was, I guess, uh, a big, uh, like, it made a lot of readers of Marvel Comics kind of decide it was a natural point for them to be like, okay, do I want to pick that book back up or no? And the answer was no for a lot of titles because it's like thousands or tens of thousands of differences in, in certain books. Like, books were selling before Secret Wars like almost like 50,000 or close to 50,000 a month and then like fall to like 35 or like 30 in some cases. Like they're talking about like 40% drops. And I'm like, man, that's that's rough. Yeah, I know Secret Wars was like that for me. Like when Secret Wars happened, I was like, am I going to read Marvel anymore? And yeah, the answer was no. How long ago did they raise the price? Um, it's been a while now. Like, it, it's definitely not a price. Thing. Yeah, that that's ridiculous. What's ridiculous? That price, that price raising. But the the price has been raised, like like the four dollar price tag, basically. Yeah, but for example. It's four. It's four ninety nine, oh. and so it's five bucks for some books. Yeah, that's too much. Like I only bought it because I thought I was gonna review it tonight, and then it turns out I can't because I didn't get a chance to read it. That's five bucks I could buy with. That's also a good. That goes to what you were saying, uh, Larry. That it. Readers on a good point where they can stop spending that money. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it they like especially considering like when you finish reading Secret Wars, like Secret Wars, you could almost look at it as almost like an ending to the Marvel universe if you want to. Right. So you have a, a stopping point. Right. At a higher price tag for stories that haven't been getting better, for the most part, from what I hear. I don't read that yeah, stuff. I, mean, I, I feel like I, I feel like the quality of the writing hasn't really been slumping much. Like, but you know, that's all subjective. I, I feel overall the quality of the writing has been, if not, I mean, the same, if not better in some cases. But well, yeah, but mostly the same for a bigger price point isn't. But, but it's not. You know, a it's a step price down. Point, though, like it didn't. Like, there's no. They didn't raise the prices between Secret Wars and now. Like the price, the price range that is at now is where it's been pre-Secret Wars. Yeah, but I mean, people were looking for a stopping point. I mean that that is that could be the case. Like, look, I kept. There's a lot of books in uh, after New Fifty Two that I kept reading. Just because I had been so many issues into it, okay, I want to 
just keep going. And when they finally cancel them, I was relieved because now I don't have to pick that book up anymore. <laughs> I was like, thank God. Oh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Terrific became a struggle towards the end. Yeah, yeah. Caller, you are the fifth member of Fantastic Forum. Tell us who you are and what you want to talk about. Uh, hello, I'm Derek uh, H. I'm calling from uh, Glendale. Uh, I have uh, an explanation for this, uh, the problem with uh, diversity in comics. Okay, what is it, Derek H? Racism. Racism, good old-fashioned racism. America. People love to be racist, especially in, uh, if, if there's a way for them to justify it, they will justify it. If they say, oh... Uh, these books aren't selling. Got too many uh, these uh, dark people in it, too many brown people. That's why they aren't selling. Uh, but it's not racist because it's not. They're just not selling. That's why they shouldn't even be in there in the first place. That's what. That's all I'm hearing. Uh, uh, nobody likes uh, women. Women. Are, women are dumb. We should. We should only have men. Uh, and to prove it, look, nobody's buying a new Thor. Therefore. Women suck, and men deserve to be at the top of everything. Still, that's, that's why Iron Fist didn't do so good. That's what I'm hearing. People say, "Oh, Iron Fist." Uh, not the fault that there's a, a pasty white guy uh, playing Iron Fist. It's the fact that he had two women sidekicks. These women are destroying everything. We need more white people. We need more white men everywhere. <laughs> so that's all. That's all I'm hearing when I hear people say stuff like that. They're just saying. We want more of what we've had before. Because we don't like anything new. Most been saying that for 30 years. It upsets me when people don't like new stuff. Because new stuff, if you like the way it is, you have hundreds of issues of the way it is. Don't so you don't... hate new games? <laughs> no, I love new games. I was playing a new game yesterday. Oh, how are you enjoying Zelda? I don't like Zelda. What? Oh, how are you enjoying the new Mass Effect? Yeah, I like Zelda because Zelda, Zelda, like all RPGs, doesn't make sense. I don't. We, we're getting into this. I'll get into it real quick. But the first thing that got me pissed off about Zelda is that uh, you wake up and you're like, "Oh, the world's been like crap for a hundred years. Thank God you're here, Link. Like, like you lazy sons of bitches. Like, you, you for a hundred years you haven't done one thing." You wait. He got to wake up out of a pool by his own sweat and feces to save you. Like you save yourselves. Save yourselves. That would be. That would not be a fun game. <laughs> the game where you just watch everyone and save themselves. Run up to. I got no. I got. I have no. Uh, I have no sympathy for somebody who lives in in abject uh, fear and. And uh, and 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 servitude for 100 years without doing anything, uh, without without doing anything to help lift themselves out of it. It's their own fault, as far as I'm concerned. Every time I come across a person uh, NPC and in that game, it sickens me to the core. Man, you son of you lazy son of a bitch. You, ugh. Anyway, hate that game. So back to diversity and why it's killing Marvel. <laughs> and also, uh, 
everybody, I, I hope, I hope you all are happy because you're not going to get a Black Widow movie ever now. That's never going to happen. I mean, it's that's probably true. Never. But I mean, is that our fault? They got to strike while the iron's hot. Like, like they should have made a Black Widow movie. They shouldn't even. Thought yeah, they should have made it right. That should have been instead of Thor two, <laughs> or Iron Man three. Like you're not seeing a, a, a Spider Gwen movie. You're not seeing a Black Cat. I, I don't think that Silver Surf Destiny's going anywhere. Uh, hell, I'll be surprised if they don't. Uh, the uh, cancel the, the Wonder Woman. I mean, I moved to. You're, you're yeah, really that, 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 already said there's no for Wonder Woman. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Wait. How? How? Did Warner Brothers. At that. They're no Warner Brothers, not sisters. Huh? What? What about sisters, Moses? They're Warner Brothers, not sisters. Oh. Yeah. Well. It's a bunch of white men looking at this movie and debating whether there's a future there or not. I, I just don't understand that because that that's the that's the only movie they they have that looks good, and it's like it's probably going to be a huge. That's hit. the only movie that they can keep from the, whenever they decide to reboot that shit Snyderverse. It's like why is it? Why would you even have a franchise? ready uh uh or why would you why would you even have a, a franchise worthy movie and just outright say that there would be no there's not going to be a sequel like what's the purpose of that well to to be fair he didn't say there's not going to be a sequel but when they asked jeff johns at WonderCon, he just kind of said you know let's not get ahead of ourselves Okay, well, Look, uh, they, they 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 can they can check off the diversity boxes just by just the same way Marvel hey. does it by having uh, uh, by having them. Wonder Woman be Batman's sidekick for the, for every uh, for every movie he's in now, which is what I, which is what it looks like she is in. Uh, she looks she's basically his secretary in the Justice League trailer. Like, so where are you at you with? Uh, have you have you uh, followed up on these appointments, uh, Mr. Wayne? Basically, is what she's saying. And basically, that, and I saw what um, uh, Black Widow does is follow Captain America around and say, "Steve, where are we going next?" So they don't need to have a Wonder Woman movie when they can just put her in a in a in a Justice League movie or, or a Batman movie and have her ask him a bunch what of about, questions. What about that Batgirl movie that they announced? You know, uh, Look, we're gonna be later. Yeah, right. right. Know, who's making Who's making that movie? Or, uh, White Joss, man, I guess. Joss oh, Whedon. Like, there you go. That, let me just play the news music. Why not? Right? It's like I can play news music. Hold on. Here we go. No, but but Joss Whedon's like as close as you get to like a woman. Like he don't play football. He, he's not making jeans. You have you know? like. Uh, about a about a small girl hero with big eyes that's that's who you go yeah who, 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 who despite her 90 pound body weight can throw around uh 300 pound men with these uh that's that's what gets Josh Whedon off that's basically every one of his shows has a small 90 pound girl who for some reason can throw around 300 pound men. That's what he likes. That's what he's into. They know, hey. they know jujitsu. 
There's nothing wrong with that. Like, if that's what he likes, guess what? That's what works for a Batgirl movie. Like, he should have done one 20 years ago. I don't, like, what, but that movie's supposed to be not in, connected to that, to the cinematic universe, though, right? It's standalone? No, it's going to no, be connected. it's not. It, it's not a standalone? It's going to be connected to it the might, DCEU. It might stand no, it's alone itself, but it it's going to be connected to the universe. What, is, what does when, that mean? Look, that, it doesn't mean anything, Larry. Don't listen to these dumb fucks. Um, here's what happens. If it's good, they'll bring it into that universe. If it's not, it's its own thing, like Catwoman. Remember when Catwoman came out, they didn't want to say it was part of... The, it's not It's not the comic book Catwoman. It's just a movie called Catwoman. Right. But then, wait a minute, though. So, so like, they're basically not... They're, they're afraid of what jo- the movie Joss Whedon might make? And if they want to associate with that? Like, that's that's their stance? I think if you have the, yeah. archi- the architect of the Avengers... Of the movie Avengers, you let him do whatever he wants. Right, like, if- and that's that, and that's the reason why Josh is going to be doing the Batgirl movie for Warner Brothers because Warner Brothers well, is going to allow him to do whatever he wants. But it's one of those things, like because he's doing whatever he wants, we don't want to have to tie him down with this shit verse that we got going on right now. <laughs> I'm just saying. Really, really, the only thing they've said about it is it's going to be New Fifty Two Batgirl. So probably well just, just put reco- just recover Eliza Duke shoe. Go ahead and put Eliza Duke shoe in the bat in the bat the Batgirl costume right now. No, she's too old. That works. Too old. How but much? Emma how Watson. much uh, of what's uh, Batgirl's rogues gallery like? Like they're gonna get the girl from Beauty and the Beast. Has. Watch, she's gonna be Batgirl. That's exactly what I just said. Who's uh, she gonna be? He didn't come role. through. Your, your mom. Emma Watson would be a great, a great uh, Batgirl if she can do an American accent. Uh, they, they, they won't even need that. They don't care about that. About an American accent? Yeah. Is it whitewashing if, like, they get a British person to play an American person? Yep. No, it's, te- it's teeth brushing. Oh, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> English washing or British washing. Look, having people on the on those Netflix shows have a have a European accent. So when they when they talk, all, all of a sudden, uh, Daredevil and 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 uh, what's the name Iron Fist? They instead of sound like they're from Brooklyn, they sound like they're from uh, the Eastenders or something. Downton Abbey. <laughs> Downton Abbey. <laughs> So, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it just seems strange to me. Like I, I did see the story about Whedon doing Batgirl, and it definitely didn't excite me, which is sad because it should, but it didn't. Because I'm not convinced that squad over there is gonna let him do what he needs to do in order to make a good movie, and then. I'm not convinced that it's gonna like it would even remotely connect to the stuff that like for me it's that's just we didn't taking like a, a, a you know 
getting demoted. Yeah. <laughs> well, hey, I'm sure. As he should. Josh no, no, we, we all we we all we all heard stories about Josh Whedon having issues with Marvel Studios and stuff in terms of his his creativity and what he what he can and can't do and and the frustrations and stuff. So him working at, at DC would be like the ultimate betrayal. I'm sure everybody will be fine. <laughs> And another thing is, uh, they they pick Josh Whedon because they know that he's really good at creating strong female characters. Right. Do you see that in Batgirl? I just wanted to, to run a blacklight over all those scripts before, before they hand, start handing them out because uh, that guy. <laughs> ugh. I would rather not have any blacklight near that guy. I, I don't want to know. I look like a Jason Pollock painting. Yeah, basically, he made a whole series where he just where called Dollhouse, where he all he did was dress uh, as a Duke show up in schoolgirl uniforms every every week and had her and had her beat up on men. Like, come on, you, we, we all see through this. We all know what's going on here, Josh. I love that show. And we all love it. I'm not a fan of Dollhouse. Look, I, I don't want to run the blacklight through Derek's apartment after that show. <laughs> with the blacklight, you need to get in there with a mop. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like an alien nest after they all had. Nasty. So what else? What, what was the... Uh... Are we gonna get into news now? Yeah, let's do it. Or or he? No. Yeah, let's do it. yeah, there's plenty of news. Let's do news. What what the hell happened with this friggin' Transformers thing with Michael Bay? <laughs> what the hell happened? Yeah, money happened. Millions and millions of dollars happened. That that son of a bitch uh, woke up and's like, I need more money for for hookers and blow. Because his hookers are getting more and more expensive, and, and the, the exchange rate from co- for cocaine has gone way up since uh, Trump got in office. So he's like, I got to keep making these goddamn Transformers movies. I don't even think he likes them anymore. Look, all I know is... He I never was, liked them. <laughs> I'm, I, I was happily ignoring the franchise, and I guess in my absence, somebody spilled some water on the scripts, and these done sons of bitches done multiplied. And now there's 14? There's 14? That's crazy. Yeah, because of the writer's room. They they, they found 14 of the best stories that they are going to turn into movies eventually. I, I'm one of the biggest. Best, best is not the word you're looking for. <laughs> best according to them, though. It's well, like, say, no, they have, they, they, there's no continuity in that, Keep in mind, Robert Kurtman was one of the writers. Maybe he that doesn't wrote make it good. Like, he also wrote Marvel Zombies. Rob, Robert Kirkman was not one of the writers of. Yes, he was. He was part of the writers' room. It was Kurtzman and Orsti. Yeah, that's not the same guy. No, Robert, the uh, Rob, the the creator of The Walking Dead. No, I, I, I know you keep saying that, but it's not true. 
like you're thinking Roberto R- Roberto Orsi and, and and Robert uh, and Robert Kurtzman. That's what no, that's no. what he's thinking. I'm talking about Robert Kurtzman, the comic book writer. I don't think his I don't think his <laughs> is his name Roberto Kurtzman or is yeah, it... he's one of the writers that was part of the writers' room. Okay, listen. Like, <laughs> what, what? Okay, I mean, research. He, 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 trust me on this. I know that because he that it is true that he was one of the writers, including Akiva Goldman, who was responsible look, for. Anyway, you like, I can't trust you because you were just given alternative facts just a second ago. Said dude that wrote Walking Dead, wrote Transformers, and he did do that. Oh, you, you don't believe, okay, I'm, I'm going to Google search it, and, and I'll prove to you. Hold on. Yeah, you do that. You you do your research, and then you come back and tell me I was right, okay? It's like, I, I'm just saying. Look, and just because they paid him a shitload of money to shit out a script in between a couple Invincible arcs doesn't mean it's good. <laughs> look, I've done some stuff for a paycheck I'm not too proud of. All I know is... I'm a huge Transformers fan, and even if they were, these movies were Look, good, I wouldn't want to see 14 of them. Here's the thing. It says, uh, the, the, here's the actual reason why Robert Kirkman left Transformers after one day. <laughs> that's the first thing. When you put Robert Kirkman Transformers, that's the first thing that comes up, and it's a quote by him saying, I have to say, I was only in that room for one day before I found out that I was having my throat surgery that kept me out of Comic-Con. I have heard from the people that are in that room. There are a lot of amazing Transformers things coming, and I'm very happy as a fan to see what comes from that. Robert Kirkman has sold out everybody. Like, that's the, oh, hey, that's you, the, look, that's the man who is just like, I just, I, I don't want, I, I showed up to get a paycheck. Uh, uh, they didn't, they didn't check the print and, uh, my agent called me up and said I could get out of there after a day, and that's exactly what I did. And I still get, I still get like seventy five percent of my check, so I'm good. You're talking about a dude that used to live with an armadillo on the second floor of a building above a strip club. <laughs> like <laughs> this dude went for nothing, <laughs> yeah. And then he made a shitload of money as much as he could, and now we have Skybound. You know, like. All he wanted to feed his kids. I'm not mad at people getting paid. I'm not mad at him. I'm, I'm just mad at what I have to put up with now. I, I just know that. I'm upset at Michael Bay. When it was, when Michael Bay actually came, I believe that he has it in him to make a good movie, but he doesn't care enough anymore. He's too, like, the the booty's too good. And he, he won't he won't look past it. He won't, he won't, uh, he can't do it. He's like, I can't, I can't. I just but gotta why go for the movie. Like, why should he? Exactly. Somebody needs to say no to him. And I was hoping that this new Transformers movie, somebody's gonna say, yeah, no. But I don't think that's gonna happen because the internet now they're built for the international market, I believe. I don't think they're even built for yeah. Americas anymore. And if a movie makes uh, money back internationally, they'll keep making them over here. And you know it's gonna make movie regardless if the reviews are good or not. Goddamn digital distribution. It's kill, it's kill, it's kill creativity. I mean, there's no... 
like nobody's looking for Transformers movies to be good anymore, right? I mean, we're past that no. from, from the movie perspective. They're like the Fast and the Furious. Yeah, but I feel like the Fast and the Furious probably has more integrity in, in what they're doing over there no, than Transformers no. does. The Fast and Furious has nothing. It That's never all, had no. integrity. I'm no. just saying, like, the when I see a, a preview for Fast and the Furious, it looks like it has a plot, at least. It might not be a good one, but at least yeah, it has, like, a sequence the, of events. The, a goddamn that, submarine is chasing a bunch of exotic cars. The rock nice. leans out and 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 redirects a goddamn torpedo with his hands that's yeah. sliding across the ice. To me, that's... He opens his door. He says, Hulk, take the wheel. When there's a fucking uh, torpedo beside him. Like, take, take the wheel so I can lean out and, and aim this torpedo with my hands. Like, what? Listen, that is more plausible than a human dying and going to robot heaven. Whatever happened to robot heaven? Whatever happened to... Uh, the the fallen that was supposed to be a big thing like the transformers they don't even follow, they don't there is no continuity with transformers which is weird yeah. for a movie that is based off a comic book and uh even where the cartoon series had a continuity back when cartoon series weren't supposed to have continuity and the movies just ignore they spend maybe two lines in the first three minutes to say oh yeah here's what kind of happened the last time you guys showed up and now we're going to go a whole different direction and you know in in fairness the cartoon the continuity in the cartoons messed up too but that was the 80s when you know like it's a kids cartoon in the 80s like it's not you can't hold it to the same standard that you hold a feature film especially in 2017 you know like 2016 20 whatever the first Transformers movie came out it's just like it's crazy. It, I don't know. And again, maybe if I watched the Fast and Furious movies, maybe I would feel like you know closer to how you all feel about them. But I'll, like what I, see, I I've never I've never seen any of them. Okay, what I see they they only watch it for the car chases. What I see in the previews makes Pretty. me feel like somebody's at least trying in Fast no. and Furious movies, even if they're not succeeding. I, I know no one is trying in Transformers movies anymore. Like, they're they're just putting stuff up on the screen for on the screen's sake. So, and I watched that last Transformers movie, and halfway through, I, I literally could not follow what was going on anymore. I did not know. I don't know how they got to where they got to the end. I was like, I, and I did not care enough to go back and watch it again to try to like try to piece it together. I was like, I don't. This makes none, none of this makes sense. Right. All of a sudden. Uh, uh, Stanley Tucci is a good guy yelling at people and, um, and and he's he's happy to see Otter's Prime riding a goddamn dinosaur. I guess Grimlock, whatever. Sure. Ugh. It is. It's no good. How dare you. It's no good. I can't wait. Oh, Jesus. Alright, what's next? What's next? You don't understand, Larry. His eyes turn purple. I don't care. I can't. Yeah, I mean, it looks like Optimus Prime got possessed. Like it happened in the cartoon. Yeah, he got possessed. Whoa. Uh, Whoa. Spider-Man is going to have... Spider-Man's getting what? Spider-Man's suit in Homecoming. It's going to have AI in it. 
Well, AI. it's a Tony Stark suit. It's got to have an AI. No. No. Is he going to have four legs on his back, too, like the one, like the uh, comic book one did for a while? It says, uh, he, here's, here's what, uh, what this article says. It's going to have a Jarvis-style AI. Apparently, this voice inside the hero's head will come as a surprise to him through the relationship between the two will seemingly be played for comedy purposes. Here's the quote. He's not used to working with an artificial intelligence the way that Tony Stark is. So when Peter asks for directions on how to get to somewhere, for example, the AI responds by wanting to know if he'll be driving or walking. And the AI, the acronym for the AI is M-I-L-E-S. Hopefully... That's a short-lived. And here, short well, thing look, in the sh- in the that that shouldn't be in it at all. I mean, uh, because, Siri, everybody has Siri now. Yeah, but Spider-Man has better than Siri. He has a spider sense. The spider sense doesn't give direction. It just uh, it, tells it, him it, about look, danger. Uh, no, it could do anything. He can if he choose, It's a focus thing, like an intuition. He can he can tone it if he wants. Um. It says that the site uh, will adjust his web shooters for modes too, including adjusting the spread and the type of swinging web, web ball, ricochet web, a web that functions like a taser, one that shoots multiple webs at the same time, and so on. Yeah, but that doesn't last that long. He gets to take it away in the first half. It's stupid, though. It's stupid. I mean, yeah, but so is him wearing the black suit and not being Venom, but we, we forgave that. No, that's not... When did that happen? Didn't he, wasn't he, didn't he have the black suit when did for that a while, but he wasn't Venom? You know, in the comic book? Yeah. I mean, yeah, he, he wore the black suit, but he's not. He, Peter Parker's not supposed to be Venom. Right, he's not supposed to wear the black suit and not be Venom. Because before... There's Venom, there's Spider-Man, Peter Parker in the black suit. You're breaking up from me. I can't hear word you shit. Say again, Mo. Uh, you guys cut out. I can't hear what you said. Oh, all said. But the point is, I mean, we've seen Iron Spider. We've seen all the variations of the suit. It's just another one of the movie. That's not even gonna be there long. Yeah, we'll probably only see it. We will probably only see it. During the first half of the movie, and then the second half will be him in a homemade suit. And then I bet at the end of the movie, once he saves the day, Tony is going to show up and give him his suit back. The the fancy suit's going to get broken when Genki puts it on. It's all stretched out. Look, Spider-Man at this stage in the game should have to deal with Tony Stark. Period. I I like if. If the suit has an AI for like a hot second, just because Tony Stark gave it to him, I can deal with that. But if it's like an ongoing thing, that will be strange and very not Spider-Man-like. Because Spider-Man doesn't. This whole movie is not Spider-Man-like. Unless unless the AI calls him adult, and I might forgive it. 
It'll be AI. I wonder what the voice of the AI will sound like. AI, Uncle Will it ben. sound like a British guy or sound like a woman? What would it sound like? It'll it doesn't need to sound like anything. It shouldn't be there. It'll tell him with great power comes great responsibility. That's what the AI, AI is there. I guess we'll find out soon. But it is what it is. It's Marvel Cinematic Oh, shut the fuck up. It's not it is what it is. If people (laughs) said it is what it is, we wouldn't have the civil rights movement, you fuck. (laughs) Kids. It's like it's like what Oscar says. This is just another version of the suit. It's no big deal. I'm so happy you're not broadcasting for us today. <laughs> uh, so speaking of uh, what's his face that wrote Walking Dead, they want to do a Marvel zombie movie. Oh, they should not do that. Well. That, that's ben funny. Wheatley, uh, who collaborates with Hiddleston all the time, apparently, wants to make a Marvel zombie movie. Yeah, that feels like a really bad idea. Like, there's no way that that turns out good. I don't know. I'll just leave that. What if Kirkman is in the writer's room for a day? I don't... Where did, where did you hear this news? Because... On the internet. I don't see anything... Uh, yeah, I, I typed well, in that's... Marvel Zombie Movie, and the last thing that, that is mentioned here was from, uh, uh, from about a year ago. And that's why I'm the intrepid adult reporter. <laughs> what do you call me now? You're, <laughs> intrepid you're, you're reporting report. on news that's about a year old. Yeah. But that's okay, you know, but... me, you um, I like don't it. know. Actually, this story was was posted two days ago. Suck it, Tiger. <laughs> Where's the source? What source are you oh. using? Tiger Claw's there. It's in chat now. Movie on. Tiger Claw's like, oh, that's that's one of those alternative fact sites. <laughs> Tiger Claw's. <laughs> did, I, did I get tricked by the fake news? Tiger Claw's checking your credentials. <laughs> Wasn't it like two days ago, April Fools? No, that was five days ago. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's what I was thinking, man. Because you better check the date to make sure. April third. Why? Why am I? Why am I proving myself to to Tyre Claw? <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> so they're really gonna mess around and make this new Warriors TV show, huh? Yeah. That's not like actually New Warriors, though. That's going to be like Great Lakes Avengers or freaking. Like, I don't know. Like, why? It looks like the yeah, Great Lakes Avengers. Like, it's. it's New, New Warriors, but it's going to be. What's what's her name? Uh, Squirrel Girl being the leader of it. Yeah, like, Squirrel Girl's not in the New Warriors. Like,. Is Squirrel Girl a leader? I mean, no. she probably could. I know be. she's been in some teams, but I never heard of her leading it. 
Yeah, I've never. I don't think she's ever led a team in the Marvel Universe comics, but you know, I mean, she could. She could have, I guess, enough, you know, potential to be a good leader. Uh, another thing is this series is gonna be live action, right? And a comedy, apparently. I don't yep. know. This sounds like a show that I don't want to watch. <laughs> it's gonna be. It's gonna be on this. It's gonna be on that network, Freeform. Freeform used to be ABC Family. That's the Harry Potter channel. The Harry Potter channel. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, every time I tune into it, it's Harry Potter. I guess they throw in a little The Hobbit every now and then, but so much goddamn Harry Potter in it. It's like G4 and Star Trek. Plus, Disney owns that channel. I just, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Like, I just don't. I... Uh, although I I I I'm pretty sure Joe is excited about this. I don't think he would like this. No, because Speedball's not in it. Well, have they said who the other people uh, are going to be? Squirrel Girl. No, nah, like they would have had Speedball as the main thing if if he was in it. Why would he be the main thing? Because he's the most like prominent dude. Like he was he kicked off Civil War. Yeah, but. That doesn't make him like he's not actually popular. Who in the new new warriors is? Mm, maybe you could you could make an argument at least for Nova. Not, but that yeah, they're definitely not going to do that. He's not going to be in it. I'm sure, dude from Walk the Line will come back. Yeah, it's like is it's, Beak gonna be in it? They're not saying who's in it other than Squirrel right or, now. Or should I say Blackwing? Blackwing? Is that was that the name he ends up taking? Yeah, because you know when Beak got depowered, he just ended up being like buff and handsome, and then he like he had this like Silverhawks type costume that was black. Oh, right. And he was in the New Warriors. Right, that was the the depowered new ones. Right. Yeah. Turns out his power is just to be ugly. <laughs> yeah, they're not saying anybody other than Squirrel Girl right now, which to me, I'm just like, it's definitely not going to be the new warriors. It's going to be like they'll have Squirrel Girl and like D Man probably and like. New Warriors in name only. Right. Probably. Right. Did you hear um, in more stuff that I'm going to not watch that the dudes that brought Preacher to TV have optioned Invincible as a TV series? Uh... Skybound Invincible? I'm sorry. Say that again? You said Invincible? Yeah. Friggin yeah, they're going to make Kirk it a movie. Is Kirkman in the writer's room for that? No, it's Seth Rogen and 
Evan Goldberg. So they are they gonna try to make it a comedy? I don't know. Well, it's good. It's I think they're gonna take take it very seriously. They're not because it's, it's, they're gonna make it a movie and it's what has be Seth Rogen ever taken seriously? <laughs> he he clearly didn't take Preacher seriously. Did Seth Rogen work on that too? They're, that's the team yeah. that brought that brought Preacher to TV. It's the guys behind Superbad. Like the story I read says they're the guys behind Sausage Party. That look, either of those are interchangeable. I don't watch anything Seth Rogen after uh Pineapple Express. No, after Preacher came out. I, I, I don't I don't I didn't watch I heard, Sausage Party, I'm not watching Neighbors Two. I heard Invisible is very violent, so they have to make this an automated movie. They what if he does saga? I'm not gonna watch it. I think you'll watch it. No, I won't. You won't be happy, but you'll watch it. No, but why Why put myself through that? Like, look, that's what Lauren said when we took him to watch Transformers, and he still went. Look, but you had to take him. Nobody's taking me. <laughs> like, the only person that could take me to see something was Vaughn, which I haven't talked to him in years. And then and Oz. Yeah, and then Oz, but he lives in Buttfuck, North Dakota, and Illinois. Plus, I have to ply you with alcohol usually. Yeah, and that's not. I'm pretty happening. sure Oz is gonna take Larry to see the new Transformers, if he likes it or not. Even if he has to drag him all the way into the theater. No, not happening. I appreciate Tyler Cloud was talking about my my feats of strength. If he thought I was gonna drag Larry anywhere, <laughs> your strength of feet. <laughs> There's a new synopsis that leaked out for Inhumans. Uh huh. And it kind of says that it, the pilot is, uh, the plot is basically them being relocated to Earth as like refugees. It says right here, after the royal family of Inhumans is splintered by a military coup, they barely escape to Hawaii, where their surprising interactions with the lush world and humanity around them may prove to not only save them, but Earth itself. So that's just an excuse to go shoot in Hawaii, right? I think ABC owns land there. Because that's where they did a bunch of stuff. ABC or do you mean Disney? Who is owned by ABC? It's the same thing. Disney is not owned by ABC, is it? No, it's owned by Satan. No, I said... (laughs) Isn't it the other other way around, right? Right. ABC is owned by Disney, that's what I meant. Right. Is so it? Disney probably owns some piece of land in Hawaii or something. So they just sit in Hawaii and assume that's the whole planet? Yeah. Well, I mean, and they decide they want to <laughs> save it because it's so beautiful. I don't know if I, if I want Poi to be the, the Earth's representative for fine dining. 
I don't know if I want Legend 668 to be Earth representative for people. <laughs> Does Legend live in Hawaii? Is this... Yeah. Well, he did last time. I, I remember. I'm sure he still does. I don't know why you would move away from there if you can afford it. Yeah. <clears throat> but is uh, Inhumans, that's, is that connected to the other Marvel stuff? Yeah. Like, is, is Daisy... It's part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe to, to an extent. Is Daisy gonna... See, I just wonder how they're gonna... Yeah, because the... they're Inhumans too, right? Yeah. So now they're gonna run into alien Inhumans. And what's you gonna think about that? See, that's... That's got crossovers written all over it. I mean, does, doesn't S.H.I.E.L.D. have an Inhuman in their team already? They have a few. Yeah, I know that that chick, what's her name, is part of the, the team. The chick Daisy I just mentioned two minutes ago? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. <laughs> the last episode of that show was good. Okay. But, I haven't been watching it, but... They, they they're doing something with like they're in another universe or something like a like it's kind of like a mirror universe. It's the Matrix. Where, yeah, it's where literally they, the Matrix. Like I in, mean, it's computer generated and everything. Because yeah, they're in a world that that's pretty much taken over by Hydra. Yeah. Yeah. That just came back, right? Uh huh. So did I, Zombie. I heard iZombie came out yesterday. Yeah. Am I the only one still watching that? I think so. No, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch it today. What? Mo's back on iZombie too. No, I I watched it till it ended, and then it came back today. I didn't realize that. Yeah, it's been gone for like a year or something. Yeah, over a year because it didn't go into sweeps. And then it didn't come back for the winter off-season, so now they're just going to play everything through the sweeps. So it's like a year and a half almost. Yeah, they need to stop doing that because I like that show. Well, I mean, it's a trick to get ratings. Like, for example, like Legends of Tomorrow ended yesterday. So it didn't make it to sweeps at all. But it, whatever ratings it got, it'll get it renewed because they're not expecting much. You know, like, they're not expecting to get a bunch of, of shit during sweeps, you know? So then so, Supergirl and Flash are doing the same thing because I know they just ended, like, last week. The season finale? Well, they're they're at least on break. I know there's they're, they're this on, week. They're, they're on break and they're going to come back for sweeps because if you look at all the sweeps Flash are, episodes... Sweeps are May? May, the last three weeks or four, like, all of May... Okay. Um, because if you look at at the Flash, everything like the date that she gets killed in the future is the date of the season finale, May something, twenty seventeen, like May twenty fourth or something. Yeah, those writers are so smart. Yeah, so it, it, they're gonna take a break through Easter and then come back. In the meantime, you're going to get a bunch of fucking iZombie episodes. So they're probably going to have like a 12-episode series or season. 
So they'll start now and then right at sweeps. And then because it's new programming while everything is on break before sweeps, it's going to build up ratings. Are you still watching Walking Dead? I haven't watched Walking Dead for four years. How are you not watching Negan? I read Negan, and I didn't like how it ended, so I don't want to watch the TV show and have the same thing happen or have something different happen. You need no, to just watch it until the, the ending. Just don't yeah. watch the, the last episode. I think you'd like what's happening with Negan right now in the comments. It doesn't matter. You thinking it and me actually doing it, there's a lot of space in between. Whatever. Mo. Sorry, I'm still I'm still pissed about the Spider-Man shit. <laughs> Whatever, Mo. I'm just letting you know. I think you like it. I so guess well. I I guess I shouldn't tell you about the AI and Lucille. Yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> um, is it the AI and what? AI and Lucille. Oh. You know, I, a lot of people at the shop aren't feeling Negan like that. Like they're saying it, it's taking way too long. To them to actually have a war. And I'm like, man, why don't you try reading the fucking comics, man? That shit's. <laughs> they were like 30 issues building up to this fucking war. And then I told them, and then at the end, Rick doesn't kill him. He just puts him in jail for six months. Yeah, they spent. Negan's been on for what, a season? Yeah. So it's just been the whole season, and then the last episode was the beginning of the war. Like, it ends with him telling his crew we're going to war. Yeah. And then, but when's the season finale? That was this weekend. Okay, so they didn't actually go to war. No, it's just... Yeah, so, yeah, fuck them. That's what they get. Yeah, everybody feels like they just got teased, like... But fuck them. What about the other... What about the other series, Fear the Walking Dead? Ah, who gives a shit? I don't think anybody's watching that. Yeah, nobody's watching that. It, it, it didn't they, come they, back yet, uh, though, right? They, they already had, they're on, like, the third season. Then isn't there, like, a chunk of Fear the Walking Dead that they're playing in one-minute increments during the Walking Dead TV show? You no, know, that's the, like, that's, like, the, the web series things, right? That's so, like, they're in a tunnel, I, they play during the commercials, so it's tough for me to keep up with it because I'm usually, like, doing something. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird, but I know Badlands comes after that, and that looks like a show I should be watching. Oh, so apparently, a little bit of news here. Sorry. No, no go ahead. Go ahead. No, no they there's a apparently Michael Keaton's vulture is a scavenger that scavenged technology from different battles. Right, I saw I saw a story where they thought he was the head of the uh, the Damage Incorporator, whatever that company is. <laughs> I, Damage here. These are some of the 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 battles. Spider-Man Homecoming's Vulture scavenged from, and then it shows like the shit that happened in in the Age of Ultron, the Dark Elf invasion, and Thor: The Dark World. 
they're they're saying that the shockers stuff is scavenged from crossbones gauntlets mm-hmm. which is stupid too wait crossbones didn't shoot electricity out of his gauntlet uh, probably uh he had like a uh didn't he have like an electrifying baton or something no he had like a hammer fist but because he was using that to be able to punch captain america shocker shocker doesn't shocker doesn't use electricity though right it's yeah, it's it's more like um, like a concussive pulse or something. Yeah. But it is like static based or something, or electromagnetic. That could be so. But yeah, it says. It says uh. The I guess uh he has a relationship with the tinker. Yeah, I don't know. The more I read about this fucking movie, the less, the less happy I am. The vulture and the tinkerer do have a relationship, though, right? Uh, yeah, kinda. Yeah. But it's more of like, yeah, I'm a rich motherfucker. You build me my suit, right? You know, right? It's not scavenging from different shit. Like even in the trailer for Homecoming, he's like, you know, the rich people don't care about you and me. But I'm like, motherfucker, you're the rich 1%, dude. Like, <laughs> since when is Adrian Toomes an Occupy Wall Street kind of dude? You know? Yeah. The, uh... So, like, that, it turns out that that's, that's how an old, crotchety piece of shit can become a supervillain. By having tons of fucking money. I mean, that's basically a movie exec looking at a character and just making those changes and I think that's like it's literally somebody saying oh well if he's a vulture he should scavenge and then yeah. then they're like oh well if he's scavenging he wouldn't if he was rich he wouldn't be scavenging so then well well he's not rich <laughs> yeah well blame, look, blame that on Kevin Feige why Kevin Feige nah. Yeah. I he's blame Kevin Feige just in general. He's the one that's orchestrating the Spider-Man in this movie. I don't know. I thought the Moss would it, have it, full it, control of Spider-Man at this point. Uh, no, I mean, they're, it's a collaboration. Yeah, but you know, it's a collaboration where, it's a, come on. It's, it's, a, it's, collabor- it's, it's, a, yeah, it's a collaboration for the time being, but it won't last long. Did you know the psychiatrist or psychologist from Bones is writing Spider-Man Homecoming? Who's the psychologist from Bones? The little white kid from that show Freaks and Geeks. Oh, yeah, I know who you're talking about. But he's the writer. He's the only writer? Uh, there's a couple other dudes. Let oh. me see here. I heard Kirkman was in the writing writer's room too. Yeah, but he was just getting donuts. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. This shit's taking too long to. Like, what? What do you think, Mo? Like, will you get? What will happen first? Will you get? A Spider-Man movie that you can like 100% feel good about 
and stand behind, or maybe not 100%, but just say, let's just go with that you can feel good about and stand behind? Do you think that's going to happen first? Or do you think I'll get an X-Men movie that I can feel good about and stand behind first? Which, which one of those will happen first? Larry, I think we're going to be some old-ass fucking men that are going to be way too old to watch comic book movies. I've gone blind and not be, it, Yeah, and like, I only mean too old in the sense that we're going to piss and shit our pants in the theater. We won't even have the energy to get up and go to the bathroom in between. And uh, and then those movies will be like, uh, I guess this is close enough. It's like we gotta wait. And then you die. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think we're ever going to get it, Larry. Spider-Man, yeah. Spider-Man as long is as, too uh, Yeah, as long as... Uh... Yeah, uh, Kevin Feige is in control. Ah, uh, shut up! You're not Enough with the Kev- Kevin Feige. All right, Jonathan and Jonathan and Goldstein is writing Spider-Man. He wrote the PJs, the Dina Davis Show, Good Morning Miami, and the New Adventures of Old Christine. Uh, he co-wrote Horrible Bosses. Okay. I like horrible bosses. Yeah, but you know, he did the co part, the part that you didn't like, which was the family life. And then John Francis Daly, uh, who wrote the Gina Davis show, Boston Public. Oh, no, not even. He was an actor in those. Oh, who was he in Boston Public? Uh, it's some regular kid thing. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. That's not his writing pedigree. Uh, he also co-wrote Horrible Bosses. He co-wrote The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. Yeah, that movie was awful. Yeah. That's a Steve Carell movie, right? Yeah. With, yeah, the one that yeah, should that, have been good, but that, it was that Steve Carell and Jim Carrey, and it was still bad. Wow. And then he co-directed Vacation. The original? No, <laughs> no. He's, this guy's a kid. Like he's younger than he's younger than than my sister. The remake. Hey, I I would count a reincarnation. The the remake's actually pretty good, but I, that's not who I want writing my Spider-Man movie. Uh, another dude that co-wrote it is Chris McKenna, who wrote the film, uh, The Girl Next Door. So many, people, so many people writing one movie. Uh, he wrote Mark American Lake. Dad, and he wrote the Mini Project. Yeah. And then he uh, yeah, he contributed yeah. to Captain America: The Winter Soldier by writing jokes for the film. So he doesn't sound that good either. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's funny here when you hear so many writers doing one movie. Because one person does one thing, another person does another. Probably because the first draft wasn't as good, so they got somebody else to uh, make uh, fix it or something. I can't wait for that movie. Just... 
Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah. yeah. Looking forward to it. We'll be seeing it in 3D. <laughs> 3D. So you can see that. The only way to see Marvel movies. Three-dimensional vulture scavenging action. It's like, it's like he's picking it up. Web's right coming at you in 3D and all that stuff. Why can't I get a good Spider-Man movie? I, like, because you want too much. No, I don't. I just want Peter Parker to do what Peter Parker does, and I want the villains to do what the villains do. Like, literally, like, if you wanted to go for a, a middle-aged white man with a suit of armor that flies and scavenges and steals shit, just go with the Beetle. Yeah, that's true. The Beetle, I mean, you know, but it's... The Beetle wouldn't even have a reason to have Stark in that movie. Right. What about the Scorpion? Now you're just naming bugs. Yeah, like, that. that's... That, that's below you, Tiger Claw. I mean, that is a... a... That was a villain. Yeah, like... <laughs> like... I mean, you can't be mad at Tarkov saying Scorpion. No, for scavenging and, and all that. No, not for like, scavenging. Just... Even how the, the cartoon did it was good for the... for the <laughs> How the, the cartoon did it for uh, the Scorpion was good. Cause it's like, basically, that episode was was really like J. Jonah Jameson hating Spider-Man, so he, he helped fund and create this dude. Yeah. To take them down, you know? Just for newspaper ratings. Like, technically, that's that's a very villain move for him. Mm-hmm. And that's what an old-ass, crotchety white man would be a villain, like, in <laughs> Spider-Man. So, in a, in a perfect world, you have an adult Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. And who who's the villain for you, Mo? Like, who would you like to see? Uh, I mean, dude, like for that story with the Zodiac would have been a great movie. So, so you would want to you want to see the Zodiac? The friggin- they could have done a trilogy with just the Zodiac. But you don't want to you don't want a trilogy of movies with the Zodiac, do you? No, I'm just saying it's like it was pretty epic. Yeah, I mean, you know, it that, it battles that- it deals with the only thing I didn't like about that story that much is that it didn't deal with. Peter Parker problems. You know what I mean? It's more international. His problems were more like, okay, because there's two sides to Peter. There's Spider-Man and Peter. When Spider-Man is up, Peter's down. And when Peter is up, Spider-Man's down. And it's that balance. And then this added that other dynamic where it's like he's running a business too. So the Peter stuff is more of Peter... CEO dealing with shit instead of just the romance and, and, and you know, girl problems and paying the rent. Right. But that's good for that level of Peter because Peter is now a heavy hitter, you know? Right. But but you wouldn't want you don't want a, a CEO Peter Parker in your movie, right? I mean out of I nowhere would. the way they, yeah. I, I don't I, think, I'd I think like I'd be okay a, with that. I'd like to see a superior trilogy and, 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 and he's a C. Uh, and what is the name of his company? Parker Industries. Peter Parker. Yeah. 
I'd like to see a superior trilogy where he fights Doc Ock in the first one, becomes superior in the second in the second one, and then they battle it out in the third. Honestly, a lot of my favorite uh, Peter Parker stuff was when he's older, and he's like, he's got Mary Jane, and they're still living in that little studio apartment. Mm-hmm. He's about to push thirty. And she's kind of like not saying it because she's she's a good supportive wife, but she's kind of thinking it. Where it's like Peter, like you're a little old to just be the on call photographer for the Daily Bugle, like you know. And then he's still fucking trying to shake off the Captain Universe into the office himself, so he can like really fight crime at the street level again. Yeah. Okay. Like, those are my favorite stories, but I would take, like, anything Dan Slott did as a movie would be great for me. Ends of the Earth as a movie. Yeah. And that would lead into into Superior. Yeah. Have they ever done stories uh, uh, on Peter Parker becoming a dad or something? Yeah, they've kind of, oh, I mean, the House of M one. Fuck. The House of M one, it wasn't even through his perspective because in you know in House of M everybody got what they wanted, and there was leftovers from Earth six one six still there that technically had no place to really go because they already existed and they can't unexist due to the 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 way that Scarlet Witch's power worked. And one of them is Spider Girl, and she goes to see her dad and family and it turns out like what Peter always wanted was a boy right that was amazing um what about what about uh, so so you want like the the adult Parker on the cusp of maybe becoming a little bit more than yeah like so it, basically it, what you, you want a Spider-Man movie which is more about Peter Parker than Spider-Man. Is that what it sounds like? I mean, and here's here's a true tr- true testament to the Flash is that's what the Flash is. Yeah. The TV show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, these the, these superhero fights, they do good fights. Yeah. But they're like 30 seconds long. And everything else is him dealing with like literally like this last episode of the Flash could have gone dark because it's you know, the Flash is about to get some information and he decides, you know, his girl has to tell him to do the right thing because guess what? This Flash might tie this motherfucker up and torture his ass to get that information. Because he's at these crossroads. Because he's, he's technically a nubile hero. And he's like, well, I have this power. Like, technically, I can make this guy tell me, you know, I'm in a position... To get this motherfucker from the future to tell me everything he knows and then still kill him to make sure he doesn't fuck shit up. Right. And it's like he has that conversation and his girl, the one that's supposedly gonna die in the future, has to be like, no, we can't do this, you know? And that's a really genius way of do- bringing this new, these classic kind of corny superheroes into this gritty grim future that we apparently want them in <laughs> yeah right and it's the perfect way of doing it because he's not actually doing it but he's, he's that that conundrum that that dilemma 
that's kind of the thing that I didn't really like about Punisher as reading Punisher back is that he didn't really have a dilemma. No. You know? And I didn't like that. I like having the dilemma. The dilemma is what, what makes things interesting for me. Right. And, and that that episode of Flash, man, I'm like, fuck, dude. Like, like what would I do if I was in the, his situation, you know? Right. Well, oh. I agree with you. They're, they're doing a bang-up job. But it's like, technically, I'm, I'm having the best... I'm They're telling the best adult Peter Parker stories right now, and it's it's called The Flash. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was even CEO of the tech company. <laughs> right. For one season. Hmm. And I love H.R. Wells. That guy is so... <laughs> he's great. <laughs> but yeah, Homecoming. It's I mean, Rotten Tomatoes is gonna say it's great, but it's not. And I, you know, I'm more than happy to spit in anybody's face that says otherwise. I I believe you're gonna end up liking it more than you believe. No, it. The thing is, because I, I there is a little fraction of my being that will enjoy it, just because it's been primed in my unconscious by Dan Slott with the Spider Verse. There you go. Thank God for Dan Slott. Yeah. <laughs> yep. May he continue to win. Our Lord and Savior. Well, look, we're going that far. <laughs> but, I mean, he's got a big beard, and he's nice to people. No, there's uh, yeah. a beard now? Jesus Slot. <laughs> Dan Slot has a beard now? Yeah, he's always had a beard. Oh, he has? I don't know what Dan Slot looks like, but I probably never see a picture of him. For some reason, I thought he didn't have a beard. Mm-mm. It's because you're wrong. <laughs> That's why. I'm going to look him up. He used to not have a beard. Yeah, when he told that one guy to fuck himself, he didn't have a beard. But he's always been fat. Uh, We don't like to use that term for him. Oh, Just for him. Portly? He's a big man. Chubby? Big man in a little jacket? <laughs> Stop it. I don't even know where that line comes from. I just know the new Joker says it in a commercial. Or, no, really? or how we say it in Spanish. Or how we say it in Spanish. He's godito. Well, well that's not how you say it in Spanish. That's how you say it in Tiger Claw. Yeah, like I'm seeing, like I know, like I know what Dan Slot looked like, but I knew the Dan Slot before he grew the beard. Yeah, he's had that beard for like four years already. I haven't seen him since then. That's interesting. So yeah, he he did get bigger too. Though. Stop it! I'm just saying. <laughs> Look, I love the dude. Stop body shaming him. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not body shaming him. I'm, 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 I
when he drew himself into the Spider-Man cover, he didn't draw the beard. Yeah. He shaved off like 20 pounds. Stop it, Oz. Don't you do it, Oz. We see you. Get him, Moses. <laughs> <laughs> What else we got for news? I, I'm done. There's some, there's some stuff in there. Let me see. Let me see. Uh, yeah, you're talking about that. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, there, there. I posted um, about Wonder Woman. <coughs> Patty, Patty Jenkins says some of her Thor ideas made it into the movie. Who's Patty Jenkins? Uh, she's the director of the Wonder Woman movie. Uh, here, okay, it says it says here. I mean, they're similar in a lot of ways. It's a lot of the same questions and a lot of the same struggles that I was interested in Thor's story on or here. Although in this case, it was the second movie, so it would never have been as pure, as simple of an arc. So I really think it was meant to be that I ended up doing this one, which I had always wanted to do anyway, and I got it. To, I got to do it in a kind of bigger and pure arc rather than putting it in that other story. So there you go. I guess Thor would look weird if his armpits glowed. <laughs> I, th- I think they do. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. Let's see what else I hear. Uh, oh yeah. Um, Avengers: Infinity War star Chris Evans may not be willing to remain as Captain America after all. Yeah, uh, that story comes around every three months. It says here, I'd be lying if I said it wouldn't be hard for me. Evan admitted when asked about moving on from the role. But the passing of time and the passing of torches is part of the experience. Nothing lasts forever. There's a beauty in that departure, even if it can be sad at times. It's also joyful. I had a great run. Superheroes are reinventable entities, like Batman or even James Bond. These movies find new incarnations and new ways to tell the story. I am all for it. However, they want to proceed after Avengers 4, it's really up to them. I will walk away with no regrets and endlessly thankful. Yeah, it sounds like you're reading the story from last year. You need to check your sources. No, this is this is. I heard that story when when Winter Soldier came out. I heard that story. I heard that story. Uh, when, yeah, he does. Uh, well, he does came out. Yeah, but so, you know, sometimes. I mean, he, I can republish a story from a year ago and, and say it was published today. Here, let me log into to the blog. He tends to change, his, be... he tends to change his mind every once in a while. Uh, uh, or maybe if Disney comes up to him and gives him a briefcase full of money, maybe he'll change his mind. Who knows? But yeah, but it is true. These superheroes will be reinvented again. In a couple of years from now, they'll recast Iron Man and all those other superheroes with new actors. Once they reboot the entire universe. Wait, so... 
like Tiger Claw, would you rather them recast someone else as Steve Rogers, or would you prefer them to pass the mantle well, I, to, I, to, to, to a I think they should just pass the mantle, you know, do what they can with this universe for the time being, because at some point, it's going to get rebooted. And, and it won't be any time soon that they're going to reboot it. But, I mean, I don't know how many years from now when they want to bring back those characters, they would have to reboot the entire universe. Wait, so you're saying you'd rather have them pass the torch to... Well, I mean, if... Well, this is Marvel Cinematic Universe, and these actors are getting old, so they could try to stick around for as long as they can, but eventually... If there's a story that goes around where the characters die, they would have to kill those superheroes off in order to bring in some new ones. But then at some point uh, in the future, they could reboot the entire Marvel Cinematic Universe and start from scratch again. How, how about you, Oz? Would you prefer them to recast a new person as Steve Rogers or just pass the torch to one of the other heroes that could potentially be the next Captain America. No, shoot, shoot him in the have his girlfriend shoot him in the gut and give the shield to Bucky. Yeah, yeah. I I I would rather see passing the torch than than reboot. What about you, Mo? I could see Bucky. I could uh, see recast. Yeah, you'd I rather have Bucky take yeah. a Captain America Rogers than them do like a, a a Bucky cap or a Sam Wilson cap. I mean, they could pass the torch too. That counts as recasting, right? No, because recasting. Oh means... no! It's do you want to see Steve Rogers, but now it's a different actor, or do you want to see them pass it to some other character? Right. Um. Yeah, it's better if they pass it. But I just feel like there's so many like Captain America stories that could be told for Captain America in particular that it's like I still want to see more of them. Steve Rogers, you know? Right. I mean, but it's not like it's all just fights, really. It's it's not like they have to, like, kill Steve Rogers. I mean, technically, you could do both. Like, you could totally have, like, say, Bucky as Captain America for a stint and then have him pass it back to Steve Rogers and it be a different actor. Like, that's a possibility. Especially I, if he gets old. Huh? If he gets old... Who does? Steve Rogers. Like, they'll just recast him. He can be in it, and they'll be an old guy. And what do you say? If he, when he, if he gets old, you're talking about uh, Chris Like Evans? in the fucking comics, Larry. You read comics where he got old? Yeah, but... Out of nowhere? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So, you want an yeah. old Captain America? No, just like, you know, old-ass Steve Rogers. You know, like like Steve Rogers, like, you know, you something can still have a Steve Rogers gets... in the movies and he gets old as fuck again. And then, you know, mm-hmm. the rapid aging. Yeah. They don't have to yeah, use Chris Evans he, for he, that. 
That's true. And then they and then he gives the he gives the Captain America mantle to somebody else. Yeah. While he's lying while he's lying down in bed, all old like and stuff. Hmm, that's wild. And or in, in a uh, in a nursery a, uh, a nursery home or whatever you call it for the elderly. <laughs> yeah. How do you like at man like? I don't want them to Logan up Captain America. What? If, <laughs> old man Rogers. Uh, <laughs> what are they gonna do with <laughs> Iron Man? Like you can't even recast that role, huh? Yeah, you can. Uh, but okay. or you could give it to you could pass the mantle to some other character to become the new Iron Man, kind of like they did in the comics too. Yeah, just make him the AI like Riri. Or, but the thing is, you just need a voice actor that kind of sounds like him. So, and then just make him AI, or and then just use recycled footage, and they can just pay him, you know, the five percent of what they paid him before. Just to use his likeness and voice. Like if you if you really think about it, Larry. Um, Mark Wade sounds a lot like Robert Downey Jr. He could do the voice. Mark Wade then, sounds. How, uh, what about uh, what about all the other characters like Black Widow, uh, um, Thor? Oh, Black Widow. Replace Black Widow. Yeah. Black Widow. Black she's, Widow she's you can old. get somebody else. Yeah. I don't want to see anybody else, but you can. But what about Thor or uh, Thor? Nobody or really gives a shit about really. Like, there's another dude that chicks will like that they can put there. Then <laughs> <laughs> maybe have James Foster become. Door. Ah, no, no. I'd watch that. Yeah, but you're wrong. <laughs> it turns out Thor, Larry, you t- you informed me of this uh, during WonderCon. It turns out that Thor was really just not confident in himself, and that's why he was unworthy. Yeah. That took us two I'm years d- to find out. I'm so glad I didn't read that. I mean, the stories that were... So he was just having ED? Pretty much. <laughs> but it's not like he's hes still not worthy. He's just... You know, we just found out why. So you just need to find the Asgardian Viagra? I don't know. Maybe Hemdall knows where it is. He sees all. There it is. Hawkeye, would you mind if he was recast? Oh, no. They, they can get anybody to do that. They should have Kate Bishop. Female Hawkeye. N- well, but then nobody would buy the movie. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like people would like her. Like, they could actually have both of them together. Mm-hmm. That'd be kind of cool. But as long as, uh, as long it as just depends. Look, if you're gonna, what are you using Hawkeye for, really? Like, they're not using him for anything. He's been retired in the last like two movies he's been in, right? 
So it's uh, like Black Panther. They they can they can just CGI the shit <laughs> and use the voice. Yeah, it'll be interesting to figure out or to see, I should say, how they handle all that because you know we all know that's coming. You know, the actors know, the studio knows, so it's just a matter of. I just hope they don't have to do like a secret wars for it. Yeah. Mm. To like. Well, maybe that's what Infinity War is. It could be like that. Could be what the fourth, the fourth movie is. Okay. I'm pretty. You know, uh, the uh, yeah, the Infinity War, the whole thing with uh, Thanos being able to zap people out of out of existence and stuff like that. They, you know, by the end of the movie, they probably reboot the entire universe. Like nothing has ever happened. Yeah. Because that's his whole thing, right? That he can make people disappear from existence, even the even reality in itself. So, well, that's Scarlet Witch's that movie, thing, but they don't do that for the movies. Yeah, but yeah, but you know, I I I just have a feeling that a lot of people are gonna die in this in this movie, and that by the end of the movie, they'll just reappear like nothing ever happened. And everything is back to normal, except for a few heroes. I don't know. Maybe they're not going to be there. Everyone, race and gender swapped. Yeah, they're going to do fifty-two the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I don't think anybody's going to die. You, you you don't think you don't think Steve Rogers is gonna die in the uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe? <laughs> Not in the Infinity War movies. I guarantee I, I, if, you know, if anybody been... dies in, in any of those movies, at the end they're gonna get the gauntlet and bring them all back. That's what yeah that's what I was thinking. That's what's gonna like happen Dragon by Ball. the end of the movie. Like yeah, I think that's grim. what's gonna happen by the end. Of, yeah, by the end of the movie, everything's gonna look very. Apocalyptic, and and then once they defeated Thanos, they bring everything back to, to normal. That's what's gonna happen. In Dragon Ball, he wished he made, he made a wish, right? He got all the balls, and that's what happens, right? You get a wish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. See, I just watched the series finale of Grimm, and that pissed me off. I told you not to watch that series. I couldn't help it. I was already a season in. Remember when we had lunch with those people? Yeah, I thanked them. I I thanked them, but that's because I didn't know what the fuck they were going to do to me for the series finale. I I I were laughing at you. In in Infinity War, I don't I don't think uh, Division is not even going to last that long in that movie. Because Thanos needs that gem that's on his forehead. Yeah, but the gem doesn't really con- like it doesn't power him. the The gem is is separate from from him. If you say so. <laughs> well, that <laughs> he says so in Civil War. 
he's trying to understand the jam and control it to make himself more powerful, but it's not keeping him alive. It's just there. All right. That's in. I just, I just saw Civil War like two days ago. Okay. Uh, anybody got anything else they want to say before we get out of here? Stan Lee uh, wants to reassure his fans that he's not dead. Good. Thanks, Stan. Uh, let me see what else we got here. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how. We'll see if that's still true tomorrow, though. Oh, you better stop it. You stop it with that craziness. <laughs> All right. Well, with that. Oh, stuff. here's some comic book news. Here's some comic book news, real quick. Uh, you know Stan Saki, right? Sakai. <laughs> Stan. Sakai. Sakai is how you pronounce it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, he's going to be working on a new Usagi Ojimbo crossover with TMT for IDW. That's cool. I'm not mad. It's at a one-shot, I believe. <laughs> It'll be within the continuity also. That's cool. So, so there's your actual comic news right there. Tiger Cloud, why don't you give me some final thoughts? Final thoughts? Uh, go see Ghost in the Shell. Don't believe all the reviews. It's actually that good. That's fair. Oscor, some final thoughts. Uh, yeah, Ghost in the Shell is fine. <laughs> Moses Magnum, final thoughts. I got nothing. I'm still mad about Spider-Man. <laughs> for the entire Fantastic Forum, thank you all for hanging out. We appreciate you. We'll be back next week. Make sure you follow us on Twitter. Hit us up there. Let us know what you think of the show and whatnot. Um, and, uh, yeah. Thanks for hanging with us. We appreciate you. We appreciate all the support. Like I said, we'll be back next week. So, until then, we're out.